Hustle no sleep. Posse trying to eat. Making ends meet. Told him talk is cheap. Hustle no sleep. Posse trying to eat. Making ends meet. Told him talk is cheap. Hustle no sleep. Is you with it? Posse trying to eat. Is you with it? Making ends meet. Is you with it? Told him talk is cheap. Get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. What's going on, people? Uncle Hotep back at it again. Episode 38 of Uncle Hotep's podcast. How you doing? Me? I'm doing okay. It's December 16th. I guess nine days till Christmas. It's, it's getting to the nitty gritty. I hope you all got your all your presents for your loved ones. Tucked. Tucked and gift wrapped. And put under. Start putting under the Christmas tree. <laughs> And everybody has their favorite Christmas uh, traditions. I don't know what mine is. Like We're going to do chicken and waffles for uh, Christmas. Christmas morning. Chicken and waffles. <laughs> so we'll see how that turns out. Anyway, let's get right to it. Enough about me. Let's get to the, to the issues of the week. We got. I'm headed right, right into the Akata. The Akata, the... First, let me talk about Akata again, man, because I called somebody in Akata on Twitter and because he was saying some totally nignog stuff and he was agreeing with feminism. And I'm like, come on, man. And I'm like, stop being an Akata, right? I mean, <laughs> right? And then uh, African Twitter, I don't know if it was Nigerian Twitter, Twitter, Liberian Twitter, or Uganda Twitter. It was some African Twitter came in and said, you know, Akata, Akata means you're an Akata and you're calling someone else an Akata. how that work? Look, I mean, an Akata steals anything. Akata will culture appropriate anything. Let's not get it. Let's get it twisted. Let's not get it twisted. I've never not called myself an Akata. Akata or however you say it. I'm giving you African-American pronunciation of the African word. Akata. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... Just because I am one doesn't mean I can't use the word. Y'all have no problem calling each other nigger. Nigga, nigger, nigget, niggas, whatever. But as soon as I say akata, y'all want to come come, come culture police on me. You don't kiss my black... No. <laughs> oh, let me stop, let me stop, let me stop the cursing. If you don't get the hell out of here with that stuff. First, you'll have a, a, a word that some... Africans will say it's insulting the African Americans, basically meaning a cat or a, a, a black that's away from home, away from his own culture. In other words, the African American, because they're away from Africa, their their real homeland. And some use it as an insulting word. Now some don't, and some some even will say that it's the African term for nigger. But I mean, it's. I talked to some Africans on Twitter. They said they wouldn't go that far. And uh, they said I, I use it more than they heard it in their whole life. <laughs> but that's beside the point. 
don't try to come in here and correct me on what word I can use or whatever. Like it don't work that way. It don't work. It don't work that way. If anything, an African American do, they can remix words, and you can just go no further than the word nigger. White man calls nigger. We we remixed it and came out with our own meaning for the word. How that sound? So don't try to uh, uh, word police me. Now that's the, the last time I say that about the word akata. God damn. Now back to this Akata, he was defending feminism and he was defending Jamila and Amber Phillips because they went on the breakfast club and they went out and just jumped out the window and said black men are the leading, second leading cause of black women's death. <laughs> Which is further from the truth. I mean, if you take the overall averages... It's cancer in in uh, heart disease, but let's let's that's besides the point. Let's because there's a, a certain age group. I think it was fifteen to twenty four where homicide was the second leading cause of their deaths. But if you were, if you probably broke that homicide down further, it might not all be all black men that are caused those homicides. Let's let's be clear here. <laughs> women be <laughs> them gangs in Chicago will shoot women. Will have plenty of women members and will shoot and shoot their uh, other women's members too. There's plenty of women that stories they go and kill the the girl's boyfriend and stuff like the girl's girlfriend. The her there's plenty of stories where I've seen I've seen Tommy Sotomayor make Sotomayor make videos of women killing. Other women involved over a man. Matter of fact, that Delaware school, this this year, these girls jumped a, another girl over a man and killed her. A boy and killed her. That's a homicide, ain't it, Jamila? Amber Phillips? It, it's, 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 it's. This is the problem with feminism, black feminism, and they really got exposed uh, with their that interview. And I'm, I, matter of fact, I'm glad Charlemagne had them on there because it really exposed the hypocrisy of the of their thought patterns. They're the same ones that are saying, "Oh, oh, we march out in the streets for you when uh, they kill our when they kill, the police kill y'all, kill." I mean, when I say y'all, I'm telling black men, and. Now on the on the flip side, you're out there saying, "Well, the black man kill us too." Like it doesn't make any sense to me. These are the same people to say there's no such thing as black on black crime. Like I don't know where the gender thing has to do with any of this. You know what I mean? Either it's black on black crime or it's not black on black crime. It's like it's only uh, black on black crime when. It involves a man and a woman. Other than that, it doesn't. You can you Negroes can keep killing yourselves. That's what basically the black feminist is saying. They're basically saying you black men can keep shooting each other to death, but you don't lay a hand on us. We don't care about y'all shooting each other, but don't lay a hand on us. This is how they think. I can't stand black feminism. 
it needs to be put put to rest. And I think this that interview will go a long way of putting it to rest because people, you know, listen, it had the, the timeline in 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 uproar yesterday. People were camping out in Jamila's mentions, and you know the simp's. She even said in the interview, "This would crack me up, man." If you watch that interview, she was like, "Black men love me." She said it with the the supremest confidence. The supremest confidence. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they're just looking at you, you physically because you mentally. I don't know what they have to love. I mean, to be, to be dead honest, um, you're far from the wokest woman I've ever seen or listened to as far as black women are concerned. Jesus. Zayza Ali, you are not. Um, people just... <laughs> I wanted to get an interview, uh, into what allegedly she got got pregnant while her man got engaged to another woman, but that's a this besides the point. That's just <laughs> that's that's just her pick in uh men, I guess. But it's amazing that uh like I've said before, black men get to blame for everything. Every wrong in America and if you just want to talk about in the community the black community, the black man gets the total blame for everything. Um, even though uh, the majority of these kids get raised in single family homes. Um, where is that violence coming from if they're getting raised in single family homes? You know what I mean? You got to think, sit down and think about that. And this is this is where the black feminist doesn't, uh, doesn't think about anything else except for their own goals and objectives. It, it's it's terrible. It's it really really is, it's, it, uh, man. Jamila's a piece of work. That Amber Phillips, she really had some venom in her, venom towards black men, and I you don't really see that the other way with black men and uh, with that venom against black women. Um, I know a lot of people say. People like Tommy Sotomayor has that venom or whatever. But he also loves black women. You know what I mean? It's that he, he holds them up to a higher standard. And if they don't meet that standard, he goes in, of course. Uh, but uh, now there's nothing wrong with having standards. But I think with the women involved, they don't have that that standard. They'll 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 overlook uh, um if if the guy's a thug on the streets, you know what I mean? They'll overlook that. You know what I mean? If he had a questionable past, they'll overlook that. You shouldn't be... Why are you overlooking that? You need to call that out or avoid that at all costs. Um, I'm not trying to downplay domestic violence and stuff like that. Is the problem yet. It's, it's nowhere near a problem as it was in the 70s, 80s. I, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, there's nowhere near is the same same amount. Um, but if you if you let these black feminists tell it, they're black men are out there killing uh, black women with no regard for human life. I mean, this is this is absolutely crazy. I mean, to 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 put the crosshairs on black men and then avoid talking about your eating habits. <laughs> 
and smoking Newports and all that other bullshit. It's just more white liberal talking points. This is it's just more Hillary Clinton super predator talking points. That's all that shit is. And that's where the black feminists has got their fucking talking points from. And uh I'll get to I'll get back to Jamila's punk ass in a minute. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go right hop in right in there. Cause she was uh, another thing her, her her ass her feminist ass said. You know, Kanye mess Kanye West <laughs> He went and met with Trump. Uh, it was a whole big deal. But also who met with him? It was kind of a little underplayed. It wasn't as played as much. It was Jim Brown and Ray Lewis. Now, Jamila going to take her ass on Twitter and say, we lost another one. She was talking about Jim Brown. Like, come on, man. Like, who put, who, you don't have the, <laughs> you don't get to make those calls, Jamila. Like, who is We. You don't stand for no... You're a black feminist. You don't stand for us. You don't stand for everybody in the black community. You stand for the black feminist women. That's who you stand for. Talking about some goddamn we lost another one. Like, and this is how narrow-minded and naive some black people are. Instead of, well, saying, hey, well, Trump is our president, so... Let's see if we can open a dialogue with them, which these three gentlemen did. Instead of saying we should open a dialogue with him, you're going to chastise anybody that goes and sits at the table with the guy. Like, what kind of sense does that make? Like, I'll say it again. I said it before, I'll say it again. You have to play both sides of the fence. Certain groups in, uh, people on this world play both sides of the aisle. They play both the conservative aisle and the, uh, the liberal aisle. <clears throat> That's why they, they're winning. Because whatever side is winning, wins, they get a piece of the pie. They get another piece of the pie. And the African American, the Akata, the Shine, is sitting here trying to tell us, no, we should only play one side. We shouldn't even talk to Trump. Like, come the hell on. You shines has lost your goddamn mind listening to these black feminists. Now, was this uh, Kanye thing like a little publicity stunt? You know what I mean? Maybe. Of course. Something has to do with it. You know, every meeting has... You know, multiple reasons for doing it. Like, of course, if they're going to use this event, if they're going to have a meeting, and you know the press is going to be there. You know, I mean, Kanye walked in in the strut, a hard ass strut in the Trump Tower. You know they're going to use that, so you got to use it too. And Kanye tweeted afterwards he wants to hold, um, have an open dialogue to. For multicultural issues and for uh, the poor, and he said something else. And uh, once again, the black feminists. Oh, I haven't seen anybody more un uh, un. Uh, what's the word for it? Jesus, unqualified 
ill-qualified to do it. He was, she was talking about both of them, Trump and Kanye. I'm like, come the hell on, man. Where, where is with this? And that's another thing. What is with this in this unqualified bit? Because black Americans are only ones that <laughs> they'll quickly call out somebody, another black person unqualified. They call Ben Carson. He's been called unqualified for his HUD job. I don't know what experience you need to do for a hub job, HUD, the HUD uh, housing and urban development. You don't need, for those jobs, you don't need, you don't yourself don't need those particular skills. You need to hire those people with the particular skills and you need to make executive decisions. I think Ben is supremely qualified to pull that off. I mean, smart enough. And he's smart enough to make those decisions on behalf of the people. I have faith in Ben. You know what I mean? I, I, I think he can do it. But <laughs> that's another thing. I mean, they... When black black man do get get up there and get a job, man. They'll first they'll be the first to call him up. Like hell no. Oh, he ain't he unqualified. Oh, he just a token. This is what they say. But when Obama came up there, I don't. What makes Ben Carson a token, and what makes Obama not a token? Can somebody fill me in on this? If. Ben Carson is a token for this token hire. That's what they call him. This is what they said. This is see. This is where the black folks will take the white talking points and they'll see them. This they said the same thing about Obama. He's underqualified to do the job. This is what they said. They said he's underqualified, ill qualified. It was, I guess he was just a senator for a couple months. I don't know. I, yeah, this motherfucker burst on the scene like a, a, a bat fresh out of hell. <laughs> but see, they take those talking points, what they said about Obama, and they use it about their own people. Ain't that a bitch? Now, the black man, they'll say, black man and woman, they'll say Obama did all right job. I'm asking people on the black, uh, black conversation news and events on Facebook if you... On Facebook, give that page a like. I'm asking people now about what's Obama's legacy. And <laughs> it's not going over too well. A couple people are answering, but uh, it's more insults for throwing my way. Like, how dare I ask about his legacy? Because I, I, I want to know what is Obama's legacy. Because... Somebody in the group asked, said it was LGBTQ rights. I thought it was QT or whatever. I don't know. LGBT rights in the Affordable Care Act. And I, that's probably what his legacy is. Domestically. His foreign policy legacy, and this is where I, I really can't stand him on. And where I hold him accountable is for his Syria policy, which is absolute failure. His Libya policy was another absolute failure. And when I say failure, I mean 
it wasn't a failure because they they well Libya they got the objective they wanted. They wanted to open up Libya so they can open up uh, those uh, those lanes so for refugees so they can flood flood Europe with refugees. And Syria was a partial uh, accomplishment, a success too in their eyes because they also was able to flood Europe with Syrian refugees. But militarily, they they failed with in Syria, and that's this is where part of my uh, I'm going to answer that on the group forum. But this is a part of where I'm saying his pop his uh, legacy was a bit of a failure was his foreign policy. Because, you know, Aleppo is back under uh, Assad control. The Battle of Aleppo, and I think the, the rebels took that Aleppo over in, I want to say 2013, or no, for 2012. I think it's been four years the rebels have had control of Aleppo. And can't Assad the Assad. <laughs> Excuse me, take a drink of water. Assad has recaptured Aleppo. Now they're gonna have pockets of resistance here, and the war is no, nowhere near being over. But uh, it's a start. It's a big victory. It's the biggest victory of the uh, the SAF um, Hezbollah. Iran forces they have over there. It's a big victory. And it's a step in the right direction. And the media spin on Aleppo has been unbearable this year. I mean, this last week. And especially for me, because I followed it, like I've said it before, I think. If you want to know about the Syrian war, there's a YouTube channel called South Front. And they they give you daily daily videos about uh, the Syrian war and I've been like I've been on their page like daily for for damn like a year and a half by now um, even if I don't get there daily you know what I mean I just go backtrack and, and just l- listen to all the videos uh, so it's uh, I highly recommend it if you want to know anything about the Syrian war uh, but yeah, I've been keeping track of it, and this is what pisses me off about it. They're acting like there's a genocide in Aleppo. Well, who's giving these these rebels arms? The West, starting the United States, Saudi Arabia. Sometimes we'll run. Sometimes we'll airdrop them ourselves, and sometimes we'll run the guns up to Saudi Arabia, and Saudi Arabia drops them off to, to the rebels through Turkey. And without all that, there would be no Aleppo. There would be no issue with Aleppo. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I can't, I can't dig what this mainstream media is saying right now. I'm like, are you people serious with this? Y'all don't really care about this quote-unquote genocide because if you did, you would be, you'd be protest. You would have been protest Obama when he started this bullshit way back a few years back. Like, let's let's be perfectly honest here. This is where we're talking about fake news and all that. The mainstream media, media in America, their coverage of the, the, the Syrian war is literally fake news. 
Oh my gosh, I, I never seen so many people fake caring because that, and I think it became, they launched, it was a, a preemptive strike by our media because the news was coming down this side was there, it was a foregone conclusion that they were going to uh, liberate Aleppo. And I think uh, this is probably part of, you know what I mean, that was the same day that Kanye met uh, Donald Trump, and then the same day that media story started to circulate about, uh, oh, this Kanye meeting Trump is just a media distraction, distracting from the genocide in Aleppo. <laughs> you mean the genocide with American guns? You mean the genocide with, uh, you mean the genocide with, <laughs> um, American guns, American arms. That genocide, the genocide we've been bankrolling. You know what I'm saying? Follow the money. That's all you have to do. This is <laughs> I can't believe it. So yeah, that was the the that was what was going on this week about that. I'm like, you got y'all got to stop, man. And uh, we're still going through this electoral process. I can't. January can't get enough. Election uh, inauguration day can't get here fast enough. Russia has now come out and challenges the U.S. to provide proof that they hacked. <laughs> now this is what I'm talking. This is, this is getting good. Provide proof or shut the hell up. This is where the fake news is like. This is where the fake, the mainstream media is fake news because instead of asking the CIA for proof, they just take their word for it. Like, why didn't why didn't our media ask the CIA? Well, where's the proof? Show, can you show us the proof that Russia did it? Nobody has done anything. They don't take any of that. They just take some unpublished reports and say this, that, this, that. Russia did this. Russia did that. And I say I said this before, when Russia accused Turkey of aiding ISIS. And running oil, they had PowerPoint documents, they had satellite images, they had drone video, they had the whole route of the trucks of the <laughs> of the trucking routes. They had the whole routes. They showed the world that U.S. just says Russia did it, and that's it. Even though our FBI is saying they don't agree with that. So y'all figure it out, and 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 it, and, it, and it pains me that um, black Americans are sitting there just totally agreeing with whatever our media says. The same media, the media, black Americans says is lying on black America when they say something about something uh, Russia because they don't like Trump. They they get on board and agree with the shit. But like, I can't even. It's like I said, it's hard being a black American, man. I wouldn't take anything else for the world, but we got to do better than this. this, is, this. <laughs> we got to do better than this. We just got to use the minds that God gave us. I mean, I think we black America is caught up in too much in this racial rhetoric and start need to start thinking for themselves. That's all I got to say.
anyway, anyway, if you guys just gonna leave this one short. Um, if you guys can, please uh, donate to my Patreon. Uh, a couple shekels, shekel a month would be uh, greatly appreciated. Uh, my PayPal, it's on my YouTube page. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Handy Mayhem. Um, please check out HotepNation.com for any uh, Hotep news. Shout out to my Hotep out, Hoteps out there. Shout out to Malcolm Flex, Cordy, James, Hotep Neo, First Lady, Vibe, Humble, Adonis, T Cat, Steph. Shout out to all them. Doe, Elise, Vigor. Shout out to all y'all. Shout out to Charlie. Char, I see you. I seen your new video. It was nice. Um, it, yeah, like I said, again, on, on Facebook, please like. If you guys can do me a favor, like uh, the, the Facebook fan page of Black Conversation News and Events. I don't know if you can leave messages on there, but give them a shout out and say uh, Uncle Hotep sent you. If you do leave a like, if you can, I don't know how that Facebook stuff works. I just, I really just literally post in the group and just leave. Other than that, I'm on Twitter or Gab. Shout outs to Gab people. People follow me on Gab. Shout outs to Popson. Shout outs to everybody. God damn it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to leave this one short and sweet. Uh, uh, I love y'all. Thanks y'all for listening. And, uh, Stay safe out there and uh, enjoy your holidays. All right, this is Uncle Hotep. I'm out.